Look, Yanni is not elevator music. Yeah, that's right. He's not elevator music. Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host, Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I... To be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all, it's really just going to be me, probably. And uh, occasionally maybe some other people. But. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. Uh, this is shaping up to be an interesting one, uh, I believe, for what's happened the last week, especially where I live. And we'll get to that after a word from our sponsors. Today's show sponsors are Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at boxingbear.com. It's an independent art studio established in 2011, and they have all your art needs. So, if you really love alternative art prints, I would go check out Boxing Bear Print Company at BoxingBear.com, BoxingBear.com, get to them now.com. And the next sponsor is TheCookieBarnWaco.com. They're actually called The Cookie Barn, but that's where you can reach them, at thecookiebarnwaco.com. They're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or for any occasion. Just enjoy them yourself. Uh, they also specialize in company-client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know that you're thinking about them and that you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase... You'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization that helps foster and adoptive families. So every portion, uh, a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another. e1a.org. Thecookiebarnwaco.com. Welcome back, everybody. Look, it's so good to be here. Um, I don't know if you're experiencing this. Um, like I said, there's people all over the world that listen to this thing. Uh, so those of you in Costa Rica, I don't think you're living the same dream I am right now. Um, it's snowmageddon outside. That's what it is. It's absolute, uh, it's snowing chaos. Uh, look, man, I'm 41. I've lived all over uh, the United States, but I grew up here. I've lived here in this area the majority of my life. And uh, I don't think it's ever been this cold. Like it is now. I, I mean, I recall sometimes that it was freezing outside or ice storms that are memorable. But this thing, I mean, this is serious. This is snowmageddon, people. That's what this is. Um, you know, normally you go outside and play when it's snowing, but this is really, really cold. And the snow's not, it's not those huge flakes that you go make a snowman. It's like dry powder and you can't make a snowman. My kids were disappointed. They went out today and uh, 
they were disgusted at the at the type of snow, and they're only out there like three minutes because it's you know minus three hundred and twelve degrees. But um, I was thinking about this. The best thing about being a kid when I grew up around this area, uh, if you knew that, it, if you knew it was going to snow the next day, or there was potential for it to snow the next day, uh, you would set up at night and you'd you'd gather around the TV. And you'd watch the 10 o'clock news. And you would just set there as a kid. You'd watch the 10 o'clock news with your fingers crossed. Just praying as you're watching the school cancellations. <laughs> and you're watching it go. You're like, please, 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 my school be closed. Please, Locust Grove be closed. Please be closed. And then you'd see all the surrounding communities start to close. And then your school wasn't called yet. And, you know, and, and sometimes you were disappointed. Sometimes a, a town like... 15 minutes away, uh, they would be closed, and uh, you may not see what you were looking for, but now back to that scenario, you're watching, and then other schools start to close, and we're like, oh, please, please, next town over, you close, and then that was it. Locust Grove School closed. It was party the rest of the night. You didn't go to sleep. Uh, you hung out. It was great. The next day was a snow day, and especially when it did snow, you went outside, and you played in the snow, and it was like, build snowmen. I mean, snowmen, I guess. And it was great. You'd ride bikes in the snow. All of a sudden, play football in the snow. I've even played basketball in the snow. All the stuff that you would do as a child, or that I did as a child anyway. And it was an exciting time. It was, it was like a, a moment. Every week, it was a moment to sit in front of your TV every week. You know, in the winter, it was such an event. And the excitement, the actual real excitement you had when your school was closed. Just to get to where we're at today, bad weather. The school calls and and they say, "Hey, um, school's closed tomorrow." They're like, "No, there's no gathering around the TV to watch the local news." Hey, school's closed tomorrow. It's a phone call, and uh, and it's like, "Oh, but you still have class because you have virtual school because of COVID." <laughs> you know, the, there is no snow excitement anymore. Now. To, now, let me say that because I know some people are going to be like, well, they did actually cancel tomorrow. Well, they canceled tomorrow because it was snowmageddon. Really, honestly, I think they did just to let the kids play in the snow. But it was such an event when I was a kid, and now it's just meaningless because they don't do that. It's not, it's not the same kind of deal. Like, literally, they canceled all last week because of freezing rain and the roads were slick. And they're like, no school tomorrow. And you initially think that's excitement. I would have thought it was excitement as a kid, but it turns out it's not excitement. Virtual school. I mean, COVID's really ruining everything. I'm going to give you another example. Of that. By the way, COVID's real. I 100% believe it's real. I've had it. I know. And I, I remember some of the feeling. I didn't have it as bad as other people. Um, there's still people that are dying from it. So I'm not making a joke out of it. No, don't don't uh, think that I'm saying that for a second. I know people are dying. I know it's it's a real thing, right? Not to be Debbie Downer, but th but it's legitimate. But I tell you what, it's just things that doesn't make any sense because nobody really knows about it. These are my feelings. Nobody really knows too much about it. And so, um, and I'm not all for canceling athletics either. I'm, but here's my example. I go watch basketball games. Well, I announced them locally, but I'm actually not referring to that. My little kid plays basketball. And this was where this thought came from. But I guess the same thing could be said for high school teams. You got kids out there. And in little kids' games, 
everybody has to play half the game, which means everybody's out on the court, which means everybody's in each other's face, you know, for whatever, an hour. They're in each other's face. And if, and if they have to play half the game, some play a little more than that. But for 30 minutes, they're in some other kid's face, and they're shifting back and forth, and then we're, there's a rebound. All the kids are in a big circle together and um, guarding each other, rolling around on the floor. You know, if, if there's a loose ball, people go grab it at the same time, jump ball, and then little kids don't always shut it off at the whistle. They always want it. They think they're tough if they – or the last one with the ball, which is stupid. <laughs> stupid because once they blow the whistle, it's whoever's team's ball that the light shows. Anyway, so here's where I'm going. <clears throat> At the end of the game, they line them up like like a <laughs> they line them up like it's the Civil War uh, where they're facing each other. But the, in this case, after the battle, and they stare at each other. And they wave from their side of the court to each other instead of shake hands. That doesn't even make any sense. Literally for the last hour, you rolled around on each other. You're in each other's face. You're jump ball. You're playing a whole athletic event. Kids are breathing hard. Kids are yelling. And and then and then at the end of the game, you stand over and you wave and you wave just in case COVID might get them in that handshake. In case the handshake was was the nail in the coffin for that. It's just, honestly, it's just absurd. Uh, Once again, I'm not arguing that COVID's not real. I know it's real, so I don't need anybody to, like, get all mad about that. Look, it's 100% real. I'm just saying that that, what I just said is ridiculous. I mean, I I just, I, I don't know what else to tell you. It's as ridiculous as having a snow day and telling them you gotta go virtual. Unbelievable. I, I think most people probably probably know. Anyway, th- those of you in Costa Rica, um, you don't experience this. This is not a thing. Maybe for the COVID. Maybe maybe that. But you're not experiencing this weather and the and the school time. And I mean, think about you guys. Like you really got it good over there. What a, what a magical place. <laughs> I guess I've never been there, but I, I think it's awesome. But, you know, it causes you to do things. Like, so, for instance, the weather was so bad, so we just watched movies. And some movies are, are ridiculous. Oh, by the way, speaking of this, before I get to even the part of the movie, uh, like right now, I used to live in Corpus. I used to live in Corpus Christi. And I, and I made up Coast, I, or I didn't make it up, but I said Costa Rica because uh, I saw there are people that listen to the show in Costa Rica, which is cool. Hey, thanks. Thank you, Costa Rica. Um, but I used to live in Corpus Christi, Texas. And so I pulled up the weather because somebody said it was cold there. Now, when I lived there, speaking of, speaking of closing schools, when I lived there and I'm not playing, I I don't believe I'm exaggerating at all. I I recall it happening, uh, three or four times in my time there. If the temperature even reached freezing, which is 32 degrees, uh, if the Fahrenheit, uh, they shut school down because because it re, it touched freezing and they're like ah the bridges might ice over the bridges could ice over, you know everybody's always like you got to watch those bridges when it's thirty two when it hits thirty two those bridges go crazy anyway they would shut school down, well so I check it because I I heard it's dipping down there in Corpus Christi like right on the Gulf right on the Bay. Uh, it's 25 degrees and it's supposed to have an ice storm, I guess, ice and snow. Now, that's crazy. 
I mean, I, I've I've experienced some colder temperatures here in Oklahoma. I don't believe they were this cold, like windshield wise, maybe. But um, yeah, that's crazy for Corpus. Sorry for sorry for turning into Travis Meyer for those of you that live in the Northeast uh, Oklahoma uh, area. Sorry for turning into Travis um, there. But I just thought that was crazy. But it forces us to come inside, and so I was like, movie days, and and. Here, here's here's the thing as a as a parent that um, that's weird to me also, and and I know we got younger people that listen, and you're going to experience this one day. I want to watch what I want to watch, but my kids really are too young for them to watch the movies I want to watch. You know, whatever action movies or even if it's not action, even if it's some kind of drama, they're not. Uh, they're not going to sit there and watch it. They're going to be bored. And and then the flip side is I don't want to watch Mermaid Tale or Mako Mermaid or whatever that show is. That's all my kids want to watch. That's an absurd show, too. It's just a show about mermaids. I, it's like Honestly, it's Harry Potter with mermaids. And I'm not playing. If it, some of you may know, because you may have kids that watch it, some some I, I know there's younger people that listen to this. You yourself, young kid, may watch it. It's it's literally Harry Potter with mermaid tails. It's just stupid. I hate the show. I don't want to watch it. Anyway, so we're like, okay, movie time. What do you want to watch? And it's like a constant battle. And then I force my kids um, to watch What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I I just thought that was a good one. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to be a tearjerker there for a minute. I just wanted to see. And it was, you know, the youngest one really teared up and and and, and uh, cried over the movie. And then my wife like looked at me across the room and like and you know, give, motioning me to wave her over to me because she was trying to hide her tears. And I'm like, "Hey, come here!" And she ran over, literally sobbing to no end, like really crying, like somebody hurt her feelings or she. Kicked her toe on the couch. I don't know. <laughs> she was crying like that. Uh, I guess that's what I did to my kid. I forced her to watch Gilbert Grape. I don't know if it was a good parenting move or not, but I, I, at least she got it. She understood the movie, I guess. I mean, she teared up over it. What a weird deal. I don't even know why I got sidetracked about what he, what's eating Gilbert Grape. I, I was just going to tell you. So we watched a basketball movie. I do not remember what the basketball movie was called. Um, turns out it was kind of a dumb movie. Uh, acting was horrible, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so you know, I was this kid that's supposed to be good and, uh, and a scout, uh, not a, like a, like a pro scout, the call an agent, an agent discovered this kid in high school. He's a, he didn't discover him, but he was like trying to pitch himself to the kid. And he's like, Hey. You want to come play basketball for us? He's like, I put more people in the NBA. It was one of those things. And then he, and it was like a serious moment in the movie. Like a, a for real serious moment in a movie that wasn't a comedy. And, and he said, This was a line in the movie. Somebody wrote this. It was written in to the movie. Son, what would you do with $100 million? And the kid's answer was, sw Swear. Kid's answer was, Um, I'd buy a house, but one of those houses with that thing in the backyard, you know, where everybody goes and eats and farts. 
And the agent says, yeah, that's right. I said, eats and farts. That's what the kid said. And that, was his, that was his written line in the movie. You know, where everybody goes in the backyard, where everybody goes and eats and farts? And the agent says, a gazebo? And the kid says, just like this, yeah, a gazebo. That's it. <laughs> so, so, apparently... Apparently, I didn't know this. I I didn't know I didn't know this about gazebos. Apparently, a gazebo is a place where everybody goes and eats and farts. I guess that's I guess that's that's what they that's the purpose of gazebos. And um, and if you have one in your backyard, I now know what you and your family go do on the weekends. Anybody that wants to build one, you know what I really want to build in my backyard? A gazebo. Oh, yeah, why is that? Seriously, I've done some of my best eating and farting in a gazebo. It's a really relaxing place. What an absurd line in the movie. And I watched the whole movie. Well, that, that's the thing. I, I, I don't, there's movies that I hate. I'm not going to say I've never turned off a movie. I'm sure that I have. But if you can usually get me about 20 minutes into the movie and I've already been watching it 20, 25 minutes, even if it sucks, I usually will sit there and finish it just just because. Uh, those those movies I'm talking about that maybe I've started that I watched two minutes and turned it off, well, I don't really care, care about those. If you, can, if you can hook me for about 20, I'll, I'm, I am the kind, I'll watch the whole thing. What a stupid movie. Uh, that's it. You know, uh, as far as that, so it forced us to be together because of snow Mageddon. And I was going to make a reference. I actually looked this up just cause I, I was like, I was thinking people in Corpus. Cause I just talked about them. It's freezing and it's icing in a place that it's always warm. Uh, and it's so cold right now in a town that it's always uh, right now. You remember that movie the day after tomorrow, it came out like, I don't know. 2004 five somewhere in there and it was called the day after tomorrow um i don't really i don't remember who was in it like it's a famous guy uh who, who's the guy you know famous guy J- J- jake gyllenhaal i think it was jake gyllenhaal i i didn't i don't know whatever was it jake gyllenhaal whoever it was day after tomorrow ferris bueller wasn't the Ferris Bueller guy in that? Am I making that up? I don't know. Rambling too much. No, 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 no. Ferris, sorry. Ferris Bueller was not in that movie. He was not in that movie. Anyway, uh, all I know is is there was this uh, ice storm. You know, the it's a global superstorm and it shut down the whole world. And all I remember because I watched it one time. Uh, a year or two after it came out. And all I remember from the movie right now is I remember it snowed and seems like, uh, he walked out from under a bridge. That's all I remember of the whole movie. Uh, and, you know, walked out and saw the snowstorm. That's what they're doing in Corpus right now. It's the day after tomorrow. I mean, right now people think it's ending down there for sure. Like I get, I guarantee you they do. I'm going to share something with, um, with you people. And to be honest, uh, you know, all the people around the world, th- this, everybody that listens from all over the world should know who this is. This guy, uh, he plays all over the world. So here's a little secret that a lot of people don't know about me. 
I mean, my best friends do. They all know, but um, I like here. Ready for this secret? Ready for the secret people who just barely know who I am? I like Yanni. Do you guys know who Yanni is? You know, he's like this this new age composer, Yanni. I think he's great, and uh, he made live at the at the Acropolis. And I don't. I'd have to. I don't know. He made it in like nineteen ninety. Something like that. You know, it's like early 90s. It was the first time that I had heard it. And and I remember my mom. And I have no idea how my mom heard of him. I don't know. But she had a CD of Yanni. And so I remember listening to it. And I, and I thought it was great. I mean, I thought I thought it was awesome from the first time I ever listened. I but I but I do like classical music. I, I did like classical music, and I'll tell you why. I I didn't just start like that. I mean, I loved like heavy metal music. I always listened to rock. Um, but I had a time period in my life where I couldn't go to sleep at night, so I started listening to the classical channel. Uh, from memory, from memory, I think it was ninety two one. I don't <laughs> so um. And I would listen to it every night because it would put me to sleep, which is another weird thing now as an adult because I can't listen to music when I go to sleep. Like, it, I can't have... I can fall asleep in a chair during a, a movie, but I can't go to my bedroom and have, like, uh, you know, the radio playing. Can't do it. But that's what I did. But I did that so much that it made me like classical music. Now, fast forward to the Yanni CD. And I thought it was great, and I still do. I mean, I watched him in concert, and I've said it's the greatest concert I've ever been to. And then, uh, you know, my friend's always like, don't be dumb. Don't be stupid. You know you don't like that. You're just trying to say that. You're just trying to do that to make me mad. No, I love Yanni. He's great. And if you haven't heard Yanni, you got to listen to Live at the Acropolis, the whole thing. Um, But uh, look, and I play the piano a little. But um, I play by ear, and uh, and there's a certain style that I'll play, and it sounds like Yanni, and I like it. So I like Yanni. I just think he's I think he's great. Anyway, side note, side note. Here's why I'm telling you this. Sorry, I got long winded because I said that 87 times in a row. So today I was driving down the road. I was listening to a, a new Yanni album. He put out one in 2020. Um, and it, and I came from, uh, I was driving around. Because to be honest, I love to drive around when the weather is like this because nobody's on the road. I don't know, it's like peaceful maybe. And I roll the windows down, one window. Um, I have the heater on in the car. This is the thing I always do. I, I, I always tell a story, which is 100% true not made up at all i once drove in a snowstorm from tulsa oklahoma all the way to denver it snowed the whole way i actually was i was going to cheyenne wyoming but all the way uh to cheyenne and i never rolled the windows up not one time not one time and that's i just like it so that's what i did today and it felt nice like the air you know (laughs) i don't know if it's fresh but smells fresh right snow's in the air and nobody's out, and it's just, I don't, it's peaceful, so I'm listening to Yanni. Well, you know, on, uh, so if you, if you do not have an Apple or iTunes, um, at the bottom of, let's just say I, I go search Yanni, I 
I click his I click on his name and then I scroll to the bottom and it says similar artist. <laughs> now <laughs> so I scroll to get similar artist to Yanni and uh and I click on the first guy. I don't remember his name. I think it's like Zinc. I don't know, whatever. It literally is straight up elevator music. Like it's straight I I'm telling you, Yanni is not elevator music. Even if you don't like it, it's not elevator music. It's like really well done. Uh, <laughs> hang on, let me sound sophisticated. It's a really well done piece. The It's a real good piece of uh, <laughs> music, I guess. All right, so but this other was like elevator music. And I mean straight up. Like the, um, there's a... Uh, I don't know, man. I got Amazon, Prime, Hulu, Disney. I got them all, but there's a new documentary about a mall. I don't remember the name of it. And it's just about a mall and how run down they are. You know, nobody shows up anymore other than people that play dominoes literally in the center of the mall and mall walkers. And they have in this whole elaborate mall used to be, um, you've never heard of one single store. In that mall. Now, everybody knows what these rundown malls are around the country. If if you visit one, they're all in your cities. Anyway, that documentary, when it's coming on, all you hear is that elevator music in the background through the whole documentary, just to give you the, how mundane and dull the place is. Now that's what was on similar artists. That's a lie. Yanni is great. These people suck. So now listen, I'm telling you, I'm sorry for being long-winded on this part, but I got to get this out. You got to go look up Yanni on iTunes. I can't help you if it doesn't go to similar artists. If And if you don't have this, just straight up go to this. Just go to this guy. Forget the Yanni. Go look up Victor Espinola. So similar artist on the bottom, I click on the next name, Victor, Victor Espinola. Victor Espinola is a harp player, a harp player. I believe the name of the album I was reading is Forbidden Angel. Go look at what he's wearing, <laughs> and he's and he's playing the harp. And uh, you know, to, to be honest, the harp, the harp is. Um, I guess it could be pretty. I guess, but you know, there's not like a whole backlog of kids in school like. Hey, coach, or whatever you call the band coach. Hey, band coach. Band coach. Um, I'm going to play the harp next year. <laughs> the, there's no way. Go check out Victor Espinola, Forbidden Angel. Look at his picture. It's not, the, it's not the songs he plays. I don't care about that. It's harp music. How good can it be? But uh, <laughs> go look at the picture. And that's, that's like elevator music. The, I mean, harps are not an in-demand instrument anymore. I mean, they're just not. I mean, literally, it's like I just said. That there's not a large backlog of kids wanting to play the harp. I don't even know who invented the harp. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's a horrible instrument. I've seen it played in concert. As a matter of fact, I believe it was like in a Yanni concert. <laughs> I believe there was a harp in it. But just go check it out, please. It's one of the most embarrassing pictures. I couldn't even look. I didn't even want to look at the picture because I felt so embarrassed for the guy who took it because he was dead serious. Just imagine, if you're not going to look it up, your mental picture literally is um, Will Ferrell in the movie Blades of Glory 
same costume almost, outfit, same hair, same intense stare. When you know that, <laughs> where where you look over your shoulder back towards the uh, whoever's uh, photographing you, that's what it was. Which is a great photo. Now fast forward. I think I said this a little uh, last week, but I just want to say it again. I started uh, started in the insurance biz. I'm in the biz now. I think you heard me say last week, and uh, I was I was already gonna I was gonna make a billboard. Okay, I was already going to make a billboard it had it, way before I was in the insurance uh, uh, biz because we call it the biz. I do. And my the, the billboard I was going to make was um, it was going to be my face with my name and it was going to say welcome to the town that I live in. Well, I, whatever. I live in a school district, but I live in a town. And so I was going to put this billboard in between where the school district's at and the, and the town that's, you know, six miles away. And I, it was going to just welcome them to Claremore and it was going to be my face. But the point of the whole picture and the reason for excitement was I was going to do the over the shoulder look where I basically have my back to the camera, but I turn my shoulders and my face to the camera. Well, now I'm in the biz. And I really think my first uh, biz photo, oh, it's going to be an over-the-shoulder look. You can mark it down. And I'm fired up for it. I don't know. I mean, is that going to help me sell insurance anymore? I, I, I think it will. That's what I think. <laughs> I think. I think it's going to be a great photo. And I'm excited for it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you can't wait for it to come also. Well, that's right. Not everybody lives where I do, but... Uh, that one will make YouTube for sure. I'll put it on there uh, when it comes out. And, uh, you know, that's it. Look, guys. Snow, Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. Uh, get out there tomorrow for those of you that are experiencing it. Experience. Listen to this. Listen to this tongue twister. Get out there for those of you that are experienced. Experience. <laughs> For those of you that are, are experi experiencing, experience, experience, I'm not editing this out. <laughs> You're going to hear this live because I literally can't say this. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to leave it tongue twisted. I'm not even going to try to make it right. Get out there tomorrow for those, for those of you that are experiencing this and, uh, you know, see what's happening. It's going to... It's going to be a good time for you guys. Those of you in Costa Rica, you guys are really missing out on this. The day after tomorrow is uh, here. Snowmageddon's here. Those of you in other countries, even our own Florida, Arizona, Southern California, I guess you guys dodged this bullet. So, All right, look, love everybody. Uh, be safe. Have a good week. All right.